0: Welcome to episode number 24 of the Ministry Story Podcast. I have a special guest with me today, so I would like you to please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your ministry stories.
1: Hey, Dave, it's great to be on, uh, hanging out with you here, man. My name is Joshua Gordon, and I work for loudspeak.ca. Loudspeak is a really awesome, I think it's really awesome. It's a really, really cool ministry, really cool service that works alongside, um, churches and helps basically what we say is we helped uh, Canadian church leaders to communicate quickly and effectively um and clearly to their Sunday morning crowds and we we help them to create really great first impressions for the visitors. So loudspeak yeah we do signs, make um high impact large format signage uh for churches. So that's what that's kind of the context I'm coming from in terms of like who Josh Gordon is. Um, I am a 20 something, um, married, got two kids, one on the way. My children are absolutely adorable. They're they're way better looking than me. I'm so thankful to Jesus for that. (laughs) Um, so I've kind of run the gamut of church experience. Um, my dad was a pastor and my grandpa was a pastor and I'm the oldest of seven boys. And so you can imagine what everyone's been saying about me my whole life, uh, I went to Bible College for pastoral ministry, kind of burnt out, I had some really rough experiences. And through all the craziness though of being in churches that folded and kind of having some really rough rough thing through all the through all the challenges though, like my my heartbeat has always been and I believe will always be for the the local church. And so it's really really fantastic. It's a huge privilege to be able to work alongside other churches, and to work alongside uh, really cool Canadian church leaders and contribute uh, in any way that I can. So I don't know if that kind of gives a good context, or a good backdrop for where we're headed with this interview or not. Or
0: It sounds perfect to me. Um, we're, we're about to let people know where in the country you're located.
1: Okay, so our shop is based out of Fergus, Ontario. Fergus is like an hour and a half probably north northwest of Toronto, maybe like closer to, let's say the northwest west. So like, anyway, so like, yeah, we're sort of an hour and a half out of Toronto, and we are a division of um, a larger um, company called Alpha Science and Graphics that serves um, uh, mostly secular businesses. However, Loudspeak is something that we're just starting up sort of reflecting our passion for church. So we're pretty we're pretty excited um, that things like the internet and Skype exist because that that really widens the the scope of, of what of what we can do and how we can contribute.
0: I agree completely. Now you and I had a chance to meet for the first time in person at the Create conference about six weeks ago. It's hard for me to believe that that was actually that long ago already. The time is just flying by, but one of the questions yeah. got, one of the questions I got thinking about after we met that I didn't ask that I want to ask now because inquiring minds need to know and that is what is the, <laughs> what is the significance of the name Loudspeak
1: Okay so Loudspeak is sort of the name that you get basically Loudspeak is the is the name that the project had in its infancy like it's it's kind of like the the working title that the the project has always had. And so now I can't really imagine calling what we do anything other than loudspeak. Although I will say this is that we our, our greater mission is to amplify the Canadian church's voice. And when you really want to be heard, what do you do? You use a loudspeaker. And so that's kind of what, that's sort of the imagery that we've, we've chosen to kind of help to, um, how to communicate what, what we're all about. So we say loudspeak um, and the Canadian church's voice. We we help Canadian churches communicate more effectively and to, to make good first impressions and that kind of thing. So – yeah, so there's I guess there's kind of like a two sort of answers to that to that question. I don't know if.
0: No, that that's cool. Now, just because I know some of the listeners of this podcast are in the US, and do you guys serve American churches or are you primarily just focused from the business side of things on the Canadian church?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh we are we have decided we're exclusively serving the Canadian church and a couple different reasons for that. Uh, I guess if you paid us enough money, we would definitely ship stuff to you in the States. However, when we are sending packages across Canada, like they're typically pretty huge um, and get ridiculously expensive uh, if you're trying to ship internationally. So that's one of the major, major barriers to our service being actually feasible for someone in the States. I mean, we are a big fan of Americans. We're a big fan of American churches uh, so it 's not that that 's not where the exclusivity grows out of um so that's that's one aspect I guess that's one response uh The second response is that we serve the Canadian Church and not out of reaction, not like out of a nationalistic kind of a pride although i'm I love being canadian i 'm so glad that i 'm Canadian however, I really believe that it's i think it's i think it's everyone needs to bend over backwards to, in whatever way they can, to impact the communities that God's embedded them in. And so for us, one of, a uh, priority for us is having an impact on a national scale as much as we can. Um, and a big part of that is understanding how the Canadian church thinks, how, how, um, how it's growing, uh, its unique needs. I don't think you'd find anyone on the planet, David, who would say that Americans and Canadians are identical. We have a lot of similarities, but there are also some striking differences. And I think it'd be kind of short sighted if there any of us to assume that approaches that work for evangelism in Canada, we can easily translate that into approaches that work for evangelism in the States or uh, what is culturally relevant in. You know, this uh, the Southern States is going to work in you know really progressive, forward-thinking Victoria, B.C. So I, I think for us, we're our focus in Canada is a result of what is actually practical for our the people that we're serving, and then also out of a desire to to have a deep a knowledge of the great community that God has embedded us in.
0: So I I, I guess he
1: had two kind of answers to that question.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate that, and I just wanted to sort of clarify that. Uh, But but our conversation today isn't really even so much about your products, but I just kind of wanted to bring that to the forefront so that if American pastors or church leaders were listening, that they know that they probably can get – well, I know they can get – similar type of product at various different outlets in the U.S. So. But uh, not necessarily to contact you, to yeah. contact you for that. Now, what I wanted to talk about more, and yeah. I just kind of want to pick your brain a little bit, is um, you know, most people think like you're talking about making signs. So uh, most of the signs you make are what are made out of vinyl and stuff, or
1: yep, yep it's it's a vinyl like substance. Um, so we tend to we definitely do outdoor signage. We can provide that for you, absolutely. We Our favorite thing to do, though, is indoor signage, mostly because it can last a lot longer. When you've got outdoor stuff, you're, it's got to be a lot heavier. It's got to be a lot stronger. And typically that means it's a lot more expensive as well. Now, we do have the resources to do that for sure. But and when it comes down to adding the most value, we feel like indoor signage is, where, is our strengths. Right. So a lot of the – like our bread and butter – is is a sign it's like um basically it comes separately with there's like a a set of hardware so you set the hardware up and then you you order a banner and there are grommets in the corners of the banner and you just kind of snap it over this kind of this hardware structure so i mean it's like you know five feet tall two feet wide um kind of a banner looking thing and i mean we we've seen it used everywhere from just like in a hallway to kind of give an extra sense of um, atmosphere to a room. I mean, David, you and I were at the CREATE conference in St. Catharines earlier, like I said, six weeks ago. So we, we had the privilege of serving them and providing those signs. So I know for you thinking about um, just for an image of what we do, like that's a great thing. I mean, we, we I can give you some links to, so if people want to see exactly what we do, we, you know, I can I can hook you up that way.
0: Uh, what, what I was going to ask is let's talk a little bit about the philosophy of signage because when a lot of people, sure, sure. when people think about signage, most of the time they think about outward signs. So f- signs on the outside of their building or on the yeah. outside of their property that are facing out to the community. And let's yeah. just talk. And because you do do those as well, let's just talk a little bit about the importance of what I call mm-hmm. outward facing signage. Um, you know Why is this type of signage important for the church? Uh, for any given church,
1: I think it's important—not um, necessarily in and of itself, because I, I, I think more it's important because it's it's an opportunity to, to communicate something. Um, I feel like just like just like you know when you get dressed and you in the morning, hopefully you get dressed in the morning. Uh, you know, you're, you're going about your day. You kind of put some thought into what you're what you look like, and that's not necessarily in a vain or a vanity or of a sense of conceit, but it's, you do it because you know that for better, or for worse, people make specific judgments about you, um, by what you're wearing. And in some ways I feel like a sign in front of your church is almost like having a t-shirt that has branded. So it has like words on it. I mean, you can find some t-shirts out there with horrible messages that people wear. You can find t-shirts out there that have something that's kind of clever or something that's sort of funny. Um, I I think it's super important to be aware of the image or the impression that your church is giving. I remember hearing a really great sermon. Um, I think it might have been through the Willow Creek Summit one year. I feel Tim Schroeder. I think his name was. Yeah. And he, he he talked about how you know he's a head pastor, and so he talked about how he went out into his community and he asked he asked people for directions. To his church, saying, "Hey, do you know directions to like, well, First Baptist Church or whatever?" And like a very small percentage of people could actually tell him where that was. Um, I've heard other people saying things like, uh, "You know what? You know, when you live in when you when you when church is such a huge part of our life, like for probably a lot of your listeners, um, like me, church is a massive part of my life. And but when you live in that environment, you almost become a little bit numb to." Um, to the To the image or to the external markers that people use to identify something, and so i I think it's it 's very important to have indicators on the outside that give people a glimpse of what life is like on the inside of this church. but I think even more important than that is saying, okay what what is life like on the inside of our church? Let's take the blinders off. Let's, 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 let's look, turn over every rock. Let's not turn a blind eye to anything and say, what is life like in this church? Is this something that we actually are really proud? Um, not like in a bad way, but like we're proud because we know Jesus is here and Jesus is doing awesome stuff. And so we want to have signs that are going to be engaging. Signs are going to draw people in. Signs are going to stick in people's heads and that kind of thing. So, I think that outward facing signage is important and I think it's, but it's only effective as the amount of intention that you put into the message on the sign.
0: Right. And I would, I would echo that as well. I mean, I think ultimately your outward facing sign has two purposes. Number one, it is basically so people can identify that they're in the right spot or that there is a church there, you know, um, and that there is a church in their local community. On the other side of it, The presentation of the sign, the whole branding or the marketing, the communication, the look, the design, all of that stuff communicates something whether people realize it or not. If it's a very just a plain white sign with very plain, you know, aerial font lettering, then it has really no style to it whatsoever, and all it really is doing is serving as the marker. But if you can take it from a marketing perspective and give it some life, and this is where so often I find churches struggle is just trying to find a way to creatively bring some some design and some branding into the things that they do that are outward facing so then – if you're if you're being bland in your presentation, then people look at you as probably being bland on the inside, which is kind of what you alluded to mm-hmm. um, if you give your yeah. if you give your outward facing signage some life and some excitement and some uniqueness and some attractiveness, then of course, then you have a, a shot of capturing their attention and their imagination in a way that maybe they haven't thought of church before, and they will look at it and go, "You know the presentation of that signage gives me a different." Uh, you know, perspective outwardly, anyway, of what I what I thought might be going on inside. So it, it just adds; it's one piece that adds to the bigger picture of all the communication that you do. So outward-facing signage, yeah, I think outward-facing signage is something that churches have to give a little bit more thought to. And it doesn't always have to cost you an arm and a leg. Now, if you get these big signs put in that are put in by sign companies that you know are mounted on your front lawn or Whatever and backlit and all of that stuff. I mean, they can be very, very, very pricey. But um you can dress up those signages or even just the outside of your building by doing something like what you guys would do on vinyl mm-hmm. or something similar that can just add a whole different dynamic to a particular event or a particular season, even.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I know for me myself, one of the things I love about. Um, and I know you're not trying to talk product here, but so it's like, in some ways, what I love about the idea of, of signage is that whether you buy from loudspeak or not, like it's it's one of those things that you can change easily. And so it's, it's same like with a website, if a website is being constantly updated, Google likes that a lot, that you rank a lot better. If you've got a website that is being updated a lot, same kind of deal. If you come, if every time somebody drives by your church and you've got a sign, um, you know, out front that you can completely switch out so it's a completely different look every single time or, like, every week it reflects a sermon series going on inside. I mean, that kind of thing that shows there's life happening, that shows there's something awesome going on, and people are going to be intrigued, you know?
0: Well, absolutely, and it catches their attention because all of a sudden there's something different than what has been the norm, and I think that's the problem is that churches become invisible. Even if they have these huge buildings, their signage and everything becomes bland and predictable and so people drive by day after day after day after day and then after a while they just don't even notice the building there whereas if you shake it up a little bit and use different types of signage or different colors in signage um, or different brands and not not your overall brand but like you said the sermon series or Mm -hmm. a seasonal a seasonal thing or a particular program that's going on suddenly they notice something because it's completely different than what was there yesterday
1: yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely.
0: So another um, – well, I have to ask this. I wasn't going to, but I'm, I have to ask this because, <laughs> because it's, it's – it's, I have very strong opinions on this. And being a sign guy, <laughs> I have to ask you this, and this is coming completely out of the blue. But okay. these churches that do these signs, that have these really cutesy kind of quirky sayings on them um, that they change week to week um, that are like these little riddles or rhymes or whatever, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your What is your opinion on that?
1: I love them. I think they're so charming. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're
0: killing
1: me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I I was pretty confident that you you were going that you felt the same way I do about it. I, do you?
0: Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Okay, I no, mean okay. some some people absolutely love those things, and I I can think of probably at least three churches right off the bat that I drive by every week at some point in the week, and they change the sign every week, and they put these tacky, tacky sayings on that are so laden with Christianese that somebody who doesn't go to their church or isn't a Christian would have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. And half the time, if they did know what they were talking about, they'd probably read into it that they were being very sarcastic or very you know speaking down to people who aren't already yeah. in their in their church and, and
1: yeah i feel like at best those situations they they distract the viewers from what the church is all about i feel like at worst they like they spout bad doctrine i agree <laughs> you know as so as they started getting into like fire insurance and all that stuff like yeah. That's just, that's not the point of our salvation, like, the fact that we're not going to hell is fantastic, um, but it's, that's not why I'm a Christian.
0: No, and I mean, I know other churches that put different interesting, you know, uh, scripture verses from Psalms or Proverbs, and, and, and they're more encouraging and uplifting, and um, you know, I guess the only positive that I can bring out of those kind of quirky, cutesy signs is that you know people do notice them and and sometimes they do comment on them, but um, i don 't normally hear positive comments. I normally hear sort of confused or sarcastic comments about about what is written on these signs that changes every week. so my recommendation my marketing guy rec- recommendation is don 't do it
1: i'm just gonna we're on skype right now just the people who are listening so i'm just gonna drop this link into the skype chat for you david and maybe i don't know if this is your style if you if you'd link up to this in the show notes probably um but it's <laughs> uh <laughs> there's a uh, two churches i can't. I don't know where it was they're across the street from each other and so it started out pretty innocently. Um, in terms of the message and the sign turn out like this all-out rivalry. Oh, yes. I think uh, I
0: saw that somewhere.
1: All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> and then the next week, the next the church said, only humans go to heaven, read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it just gets worse from there. Like, it's yeah. just horrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. I think if you're trying to communicate relevancy and you're trying to communicate that, um, that you are – uh, not necessarily in touch with culture. Not that, that that that's some sort of wonderful thing to be attained to, but more that that you understand what people are experiencing and what people are going through, and you have an actually an answer for those deep hungers, those deep aches that we're all that we all have. Yeah. I think having like cutesy, lame slogans that only detract, detracts from the real meat, the real heart, the real beautiful message of the gospel.
0: I agree. And you know what? Like the problem is is that what I mean, most people who aren't in church, they need to know that the church actually offers them some semblance of hope. That the, that the church serves as more than just a club or a religious institution. But that yeah. it actually has some real purpose, and you use the word relevancy to life, and that is essentially what the message of of Jesus is, and that is what the hope of Jesus is. And so, what I guess I would say is, start trying to use your sign if you have been doing it that way. Start trying to use your sign in a way that asks provocative questions, and then and kind yeah. of, and then you know a really good thing to do is then point them to your website for the answer and then make sure that the answer yeah. is something that is, you know, very obviously, um, you know, presented on the homepage of your website and and that it then also provides yeah, provide some resources. I think what people are looking for um, is, is an opportunity to actually have some of their hurt in life addressed. And that's really what the church can be there for. But I think that most churches are really missing the opportunity, especially if you're a church that has thousands of cars drive by your church every day. You, you've got a giant billboard yeah. potentially sitting in front of your in front of your building that could speak life into people instead of sarcasm yeah. or or other cutesy stuff. And so, I would just challenge yeah. churches to think a little bit more creatively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. that was that was my, that was my um,
0: little diversion. I had to get it out there because I got thinking about it while we were talking.
1: <laughs> yeah you should totally check out that uh that link i, I threw there for
0: you yeah i think i love um, the one that you're talking about what i'll do is i'll post it in the show notes for sure
1: you totally should yeah I it's good for a huge massive laugh anyway yeah
0: just so, the ridiculousness of the whole thing so let's shift to something um uh, that is probably more in your wheelhouse sort of in, you know the real reason why loudspeak exists and that's to create this inward facing signage Um, which is signage that is essentially in the church, whether it be in the sanctuary or in the hallway or in the lobby or a variety of different places throughout the building. Maybe uh, share some creative... uh, Well, first of all, talk to people about why they should consider that type of signage in their building.
1: Well, I guess the first thing, to we understand that we are not for everybody, okay? And, like... That being said, there is a certain segment of the I guess the church population that we are an excellent fit for, and those churches tend to be mid to larger size for a bunch of reasons number one, often they have a bit of a budget for communications i mean um if if you if as a church you're kind of working really hard just to scrape together rent, spending you know, like a hundred bucks for one sign probably isn't the wisest use of your um, of your resources, that being said, if you 've got a church like you know you know three, four or five hundred plus, that kind of a place does fit really well because you get, you 're getting a lot of foot traffic through the door um, and so often the kind of the clients that we have that do really well with us are those kind of people people are or are, are those kind of churches they 've got a communications budget they 've maybe maybe they 've got a designer on staff or they 've got someone in a volunteer position who does really great design. Um, but the church is very outward focused, a church that expects to have lots of new people every week so that we, we understand that we're not for everybody, but if those kind of situations are going on, then using the kind of signs that we, that we pedal, I guess for lack of a better term, that we, that we provide. That could be really effective for a few different things. Number one, it could be um, an amazing way to kind of transform a room. We're finding a very interesting niche in in churches with gymnatoriums. So a church is like a big, really huge room um, that is used as a gym during the week. I know um, actually the church that I attend, the Lower Road Christian Fellowship um, here in, in Guelph, Ontario, it's got a big gymnatorium. It's used by a, a private school during the week, but then we have to transform the feel of the room, so it's not this big empty room, but it's something that's kind of more lively and it's got more life. And so we often use these big signs to just give a room a different feel. So we're finding that, you know, churches that meet in a high school, they love working with us because we're able to quickly get quickly get new signs to them. Um, so, yeah, our stuff's great for giving a room a new feel. It's really great for... Giving a really good first impression I imagine walking through the doors a couple of nice big beautifully designed signs right there it speaks i don't want to say professionalism because i don't believe that you know what like that faith in jesus is anything that's professional i feel like it's more clear i think clarity is really really important and when you can have a sign that at, speaks something very clearly, very succinctly, but also in an aesthetically beautiful way, it kind of hits in a whole bunch of different levels. So I would say those are the two really big things that um, we see our clients using our products for. Uh, a few other things we see, often they'll have um, for every sermon series, they get a new set of banners, and they'll have them sitting right on stage, right beside the speaker. Again, it's something that's it's interactive. It's got a you know, it's something that's changing, like we talked about before, and so it it just it gives <coughs> it gives a really really excellent impression. Um, if you've got you know eight and a half by eleven sheets of blank paper with handwritten um, you know sharpie um, tapes to your doors, <laughs> that speaks something very clearly yep. for sure. But it also carries with it a whole bunch of other messages that might even contradict what you want your church to, to, to be known for. So so yes, those, those are some of the things that we see our clients doing and doing really effectively, but it's always exciting when a client comes to us and like, Hey, listen, we really want to do this. Do you think we can do that? And be like, you know what? We, well, we just found with this new product that we're excited to have, and we're, and so we love the back and forth with our clients. And that's one of the things that we're so passionate about is building the relationships. So it's never just a business transaction, but it's always something that's like, listen, we've got access to one of the friggin' coolest printers you've ever seen in your whole life. It can make mass, I think the largest it can make humongous signs, and so when you've got that kind of a resource at your beck and call like you can do some pretty sweet stuff. Oh yeah. And so it's always exciting to work with um to work with uh, churches and to work with pastors and creative pastors and because we get it. Like Jeff, uh, my my colleague Jeff, I mean, he's a we've both been involved with ministry on all different levels. And so we get what it's like to work in a church and we're so passionate about what what Jesus has done and we're so excited to work alongside churches to to be creative and innovative and, and cunning in the best possible use of the word to reach um, to reach out to communities communities to inspire people to move people to action and so we know that what we've got you know used properly we can do that so it's such a thrilling experience to work alongside a church to help them do that really really awesomely it's just just gets my heart pumping David just good. gets my heart pumping
0: good well I love to hear that passion and you know what I just want to endorse what you were saying before that is. That uh, sort of when you look through the the presentation of what 's going on inside your building, if you're going to go through the effort to do some outward promotion um, to present a specific uh, series to your community that might meet a particular need, or if you're doing some special program for Christmas or Easter, those are particular uh, specific times of the year that signage works really well. And, you know, I'm speaking from the perspective of a church leader who is part of a church that meets in a high school. We meet in their cafeteria. And so we're looking for creative ways to just transform what is a school into um, an environment that is a little bit more, conducive to the message we're trying to drive home and the sign in and of itself or the signs don't make or break the message but what they do is they enhance the message absolutely and and so whenever
1: yeah the sign isn't the magic bullet if you're looking for something that's going to really quickly and radically turn things around for your church i'm not sure that anybody can give you that no but when there's something awesome going on I mean, a sign, a well-done sign can just blow things out of the water, make it incredible.
0: Exactly, and and what you're trying to accomplish from a communication standpoint and from a visual standpoint in your environment is that you're, all of these things are supposed to work together. So yeah. the, the yeah. message you're communicating on the postcards you send out, that it, it con, c, sort of syncs together with the message you 're communicating on your website, and then when they walk through the front door of the building, it, they see it again in a similar sort of connected way, and then they walk into the auditorium or the or the cafeteria or whatever room you 're meeting in, and they see that again enhanced, and then it it 's kind of uh, you know supporting if you will the message that's being presented on the screen yep. and through the music and through the dramas and the and the actual sermon itself and so all of these things work together and i think what a church what i would like to encourage church people to do and i think you probably uh, are in the same place with me in the in the in your thinking is the whole aspect of you trying to look in a macro view and try and see how all of these things dovetail together to Present a particular message with the highest level of excellence you can. And you know, the thing that I just wanted to say, and I, you know, I haven't purchased any product from your business yet. But uh, the reality is, is what you offer a church in your product is not nearly as expensive as most people think. And yes, it's a hundred bucks a banner or a couple hundred bucks a banner, depending on the size and the design and all of that stuff. But the impact, especially if you Create something like that, and you can reuse it every year at Christmas or every year at at Easter. Or if it's just one piece that helps somebody mm-hmm. walk closer to a relationship with Jesus Christ, I mean, that's what cost is too high for that. I guess is what I want to want to challenge people with because it makes eternal difference.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, absolutely. If I didn't if I didn't fully believe in this business, I mean, there's no way in the world I'd be doing it. Um, I. I believe that it's important for for us to be able to continue to function. So we can't give our stuff away for free at all. But that being said, we have no interest in taking money from people if we don't feel like we're actually going to help. And so, again, that's why it's one of those things where we we thrive in the long-term relationships. And we thrive when people are are – you know, for, for us, if someone is, is willing to to make small purchases for a while to make sure that we're the best fit for them, you know, to, to test things out and to try things out, that's ideal. Because then we know that, you know what, like we are adding value and like we, we don't want to be in a situation where someone's like, man, I shouldn't have spent this money. I mean, we've got like – for us, we've got a, this deal like the first – you know, the first um uh, the the lowest engagement someone can have with us in terms of price wise is ninety nine dollars. So you get a, like if uh, you know a nice like kind of five foot by two foot uh banner and there's a hardware that comes with it that to hold it up. And that banner can be switched out really easily, that kind of thing. But it's ninety nine bucks. So let's say your church wants to try it out, um or any church wants to try it out. You know, if we don't do it exact if we don't do exactly what we say we're gonna do, if it doesn't perform exactly as promised, like we're so confident in it that we'll, we'll double your money back. Like we'll give you two hundred dollars. Like we'll give you twice as much as you paid for it. So, like, we uh, please don't take advantage of that. <laughs> if you're looking for a way to double your money, just use loudspeak.ca. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, like, we're super confident that that we're that we add value. We know that we do. Right. And but it's got to be the right fit. It's got to be. If we don't feel like your church is a good fit, then we'll let you know that and we'll try to work something out. We'll point in another direction or we'll find someone who might be, a, might fit you better. Perfect. Like you said, like our, our, we have, we're far less interested in your church's money than in your church's long-term success. And I think that we can partner with churches and help them to be successful long-term. Um, but we also know we're not the right fit for everybody.
0: Right. Well, I, I think people have definitely heard your passion and I think, My hope is, anyway, that anyone who's listened to this will at least get a chance to think through the environment Hmm. that they're creating and how signage, both outward-facing and inward-facing, can help uh, reach people and draw them into a relationship with Jesus. And like I said, it's just a small piece, but it is an important piece, and it can really make a difference. So, as we kind of wrap up here, uh, why don't you give people the coordinates online for how they could contact... Loudspeak and or how they can contact you if they have more questions or want to explore this whole signage thing here uh, yeah. after the programming.
1: Yep. Yeah. So basically, you can contact us on Twitter at uh, Loudspeak Canada, um, loudspeak.ca as well is kind of our home base online. And then if you are interested in learning more information about loudspeak about what makes us tick about the things that are that drive us uh, i really suggest check us out sign up sign up for our newsletter on the um you'll uh, it's very easily accessible there on loudspeak.ca those are the those are probably the two big things website and twitter um and then we're we're working on assembling a nice big list of people that we think are awesome so we'd love to Love to hear from you.
0: Excellent. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Josh. It's been appreciated. And uh, I look forward to uh, you know maybe reconnecting again down the road. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to record... You have your own podcast with, yep. Cloud, with Loudspeak. Yep. And so there's going to be a little continuation of our conversation or a little bit different spin of it over on your side of the world. And I'll provide yep. a link to that as well. And so if people thought they enjoyed what they heard here then they can hear a little bit more of you and i carrying on this conversation in a slightly different direction uh by going over to loudspeak.ca absolutely all right thanks a lot joshua appreciate it
1: from david